Hello, and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. Our names are Beth Hooks, Emily Sawicki, and Nick Bailey, and we're your hosts for Unit 8, Ecology. Costa Rican leatherback sea turtles. Today we will be discussing the disappearance of Costa Rican leatherback sea turtles and how it relates to the AP Biology curriculum. So the leatherback sea turtles are one of the most ancient reptiles, and they're currently one of the most endangered sea turtle species as well. Their habitats generally span from the North Atlantic to the South Pacific, so anywhere from like the Arctic Circle to areas near Australia. And they're pretty old too, so their lifespan is estimated to be about 50 years or more, but they can grow much bigger than that. Yeah, so their diet primarily consists of open ocean prey, such as like jellyfish and salps, and they nest on beaches that are generally in the tropical latitudes. So that's going to be like Trinidad and Tobago, the West Indies, Gabon. And they also can nest on the Pacific coast of Mexico. The greatest threats worldwide are incidentally human ones, such as being captured in fishing nets, um, the hunting of sea turtles for turtle meat, or the collection of eggs for human consumption, which is pretty bad if you ask me. Yeah, and so other reasons can include climate change, um, loss and degradation of their nesting and foraging habitats, um, ocean pollution like trash bags and plastic straws, and vessel strikes. Yeah, and human tourists play a big role in this interference too because a lot of these places where turtles nest are in like hot tourist destinations where a lot of humans like want to go on vacation. And a lot of these people who are coming are not really going to know how to deal with turtle nests and they're not going to know how to respect them to make sure that they keep on surviving. Yeah, and so because of all these threats, um, the sea turtles are now listed as endangered under the Endangered Species Act and it's estimated that the global population has declined 40% over the last three generations. Yeah, so um, as Emily just said, the population has declined 40% over the last three generations, which has been tracked through satellite transmitters, which were attached to the turtles upon returning to shore. And then each year, for eight years, the adult returning population um, was counted, and they had a 40% mortality rate, which uh, is pretty big. And that was kind of accounted for, um, and like many of them disappearing, they think, because they're possibly stuck in fishing lines. Uh, But one of the reasons that they were tracked this way was so that they could see how many of them were dying upon actually making it to the water and then coming back because um, a lot of sea turtles will die on the way to the water after they've first been born, but they didn't want to get that into the data. And some projects have been tracking, like, data to do with the nesting sites. So 
Some projects will conduct nightly census work um, because their turtles are fitted with passive integrated transponders. Um, so they'll track data about the nesting turtles and if they actually finally make it to the water. Yeah, and most of this data comes from the Costa Rican Leatherback Turtle Project, which is a project that tries to protect the nests from poachers in order to maximize the number of hatchlings produced. So we did some more research about what could possibly be another reason that the turtles might be disappearing, and we were thinking that it could possibly have to do with their diet. So we looked into more about the jellyfish population, um, but it turns out that the jellyfish population is actually increasing due to the rising global temperatures. So this suggests that the energy sources are not the problem. Um, that's because in a population curve, a predator curve will typically follow the population curve of their prey. So if the jellyfish population increases, it would typically mean that the turtle population should increase. However, we did some more research and found that since so much ocean pollution is present in the form of plastic bags, and the turtles often mistake them for the jellyfish, another reason that the jellyfish population may be increasing is due to the less predation. Yeah, and that's an example of a trophic cascade. And another example of one would be how climate change is making new predators migrate to places where sea turtles are, which further decreases the number of sea turtles. And it, this decrease in the number of sea turtles causes a trophic cascade, which you saw how it affects the jellyfish, but it also affects the phosphorus content in seagrass. And this is pretty cool because in places where there's a larger sea turtle population, there's going to be a lower amount of phosphorus in seagrass because the seagrass gets eaten more by other creatures and it has to grow more so there's less phosphorus per biomass and in places without turtles the grass is growing a lot more and staying that way and it actually makes it so that there is going to be more phosphorus per seagrass. Additionally we looked into the migration of turtles so migration is an innate behavior in this case this means that it is genetically mapped into um, their biology uh, so it's not something that, you know, they've observed their, um, the adult sea turtles doing. It's something that they just know how to do. And so basically when they, when they travel and they come back to these, these nesting sites, this is something that's hardwired into them. So this may be having some issues as their, all these um, cues they're looking for, such as temperature and all these kind of things are changing as temperature rises as like beaches and stuff are getting eliminated and turning into these tourist attractions. So it's causing all kinds of problems when they come back to nest. Yeah, so at this point, the leatherback sea turtles have had a great opportunity to increase as a population, but due to density independent factors, which are those that are unrelated to the size of the population, um, the sea turtle population has not been able to increase and move towards their carrying capacity. Um, some examples of reasons that um, some examples of density independent factors are human interference, climate change, and natural disasters, like we mentioned before. Um, so as the population of the sea turtles continues to decrease, these factors will continue to be detrimental towards the population, and the sea turtles will have a greater risk of becoming extinct. And finally, um, the disappearance of the Costa Rican uh, the back sea turtles is just another example of the detrimental impact that humans are having on the earth and on the environments in it. Our footprint is impacting so many ecosystems and environment and species and causing so many of them to become endangered and even extinct. So just as a reminder, do your part, save the earth and save the sea turtles. <laughs>